Hi. Hello. I'm Allie. I'm Hannah. And you're listening to What's, What's on, on Your Mind, mind the, the podcast, podcast. by moon bear travel yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah we say what's on your mind the podcast as if there's anything else that's what's on your mind now and there's not there's nothing and that's because except history history that's quite apt first it is yeah and yeah the last time we uploaded our podcast was mid-november so it's been two and a half months since we've yeah been on the air or not in on air. your ears in your ears yeah and a lot a lot has changed which i'm sure most of you noticed yeah into our website or our social media yeah it's pretty appropriate for our word of the week which we're introducing early this week because oh, yeah. it's very appropriate for everything everything the word of the week is new, new. Mm, good timing yeah <laughs> <laughs> New, a perfect word for the start of a new podcast. What's season. new? Mm. Mm. What's new with you? Oh, let's see. November was rocky. Um, obviously, as most of you listening can relate to, things with COVID, you know, have put oh, a yeah. lot of people in financially difficult situations. Mm -hmm. I was one of them. Not too bad. Nothing to be worried about. But it did cause me to leave my job, and then I started working at Hannah's school. So now I teach uh, three-year-olds, and that's fun. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, though. I mean, I'm not so much teaching as I am kind of getting them used to school, making them like school, mm -hmm. and that kind of thing. Right. So that's, yeah, it's a lot more enjoyable than I thought it would be. Good. I'm glad. And I'm tired. I roped you in. <laughs> it's nice because we don't have to report the re report. Report Rep the. We don't have to report the podcast super late. Anymore. Report the podcast. <laughs> report the podcast super late. <laughs> record because I used to finish at like ten. That's so right. Yeah, we yeah. Get around to recording until ten like, and then ten thirty. Yeah, even later sometimes. So, Hannah, what's new with you? I think so. You might, yeah. <laughs> you might be able to hear what's new with me. It was a little quiet. Wait, can we hear him? No, he stopped. Oh. That sounds super suspicious. You have to explain. <laughs> <laughs> You're running around after three-year-olds all day. I'm running around after my new dog Yay. every evening and weekend. <laughs> You're not running after him. No, I'm not. <laughs> He's, He's running with me. You can hear his clip clip floppies. I actually think it might be better now if we go back to mine. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I was thinking about that too. <laughs> Cats are much lazier, so they yeah they jump up on the table. Yeah, not when you you don't hear them when they walk around. And I come home much earlier now, so they're not as like stressed out as they used to uh -huh. be. So it's funny because he was sat in his bed next to the table for so so quiet for such a long time while we set this up, and then the second we start, he gets up and yeah. starts tip tapping around. That's okay. I know our listeners won't mind. Yeah. I dealt with Mary and Pippin for a year, so. That's true. Yeah, okay. Almost a year. <laughs> What's your dog's name? My dog's name is Monty. How old is your dog? Monty is 10 months old. What does he look like? Uh, so he looks like an old man. Mm, he does, yeah. <laughs> but kind of tall. He's not like a you know uh, he's a lanky old man he's uh he's got big hairy ears and he's got big hairy eyebrows and he's got a beard um they think that he's a jindo schnauzer mix mm -hmm. so he's actually a rescue uh he was in a foster home before he came to me i've only had him for two and a half weeks can you believe it yeah it's three weeks this weekend although to me it feels like so much longer but mm -hmm. 
to everyone else it's probably like yeah that's about right <laughs> um so yeah he came to me from a foster home he came from um a place called Kotedor, which is an island all the way down south um like further south distance wise than like busan because yeah, the island yeah, the, the island, island juts out yeah um so he came to me from all the way down there um yeah he was found, I think he was found just on the streets as a puppy. Mm. Um, and he was taken into a shelter. He was in a shelter for two months in the um, in the foster home for two months. And now he's with me. But he's 10 months? Oh, so like he was in the foster home for two months, but he was probably about five months old. Yeah, yeah, oh, something okay, like okay. that. He's probably actually around 11-ish mm. months now. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. yeah. Okay, those are our biggest life updates. Yes. And then together, like we already said. Yeah, what's new with us? Whoa, Moonbear Travel. Moonbear Travel. We changed everything except our podcast name. So our That's podcast true. is still What's on Your Mind because it kind of suits the name for like a Yeah, a discussion. Yeah, What's yeah, on Your Mind. What's yeah. on Your Mind about this topic. So mm-hmm. we kept it. Don't worry. But it's by Moonbear Travel. It's by Moonbear Travel now, which is still <laughs> just the two of us. If you haven't checked out our new website, you should definitely go and see that. It's good. We Especially are... on your desktop. Yes. It's way better on your desktop. It is. Phone. It does look good on a tablet, actually. I checked it out on your yeah. iPad the other day cool. for the first time, and it looked awesome. I haven't even done it. You like, haven't? <laughs> my website, and I haven't even looked at it on my tablet. But... Yeah. I mean, we did everything on our computer, didn't we? Um, we're really proud of it. Yeah, guys, like we do not come from that background. It was hard. I almost <laughs> had a mental breakdown at one point. I uh-huh. actually had to leave Hannah's house because I was like about to cry. Boom. And I was so stressed out by it. But it all worked out in the end. It looks good. There are still a few little things. And we would love your feedback if yes. you're exploring our site um, from any platform. Yep. We'd love to just hear if there's anything we can improve upon or anything mm-hmm. that you really like. Um, why did we choose a moon bear, Hannah? Some people saw this on Instagram, but you're really good at explaining this on the spot. I'm not as good as explaining it on the spots, but here you go. You asked me. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Let's see what happens. So the moon bear is native to South Korea. Mm -hmm. Um, It's it's also called the Asiatic black bear, um, if you know it by that name. Mm. Um, It's well. We're big animal lovers. Yes. That's one thing. Um, moon bears are endangered, severely endangered. They were nearly hunted to their extinction um, in the 1900s. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're very rare, uh, which is something that we, you know, that's something we look for in places we try to share with you guys yeah. on our website and on our everything (laughs) Mm -hmm. um so you know it kind of represents the the rare side of korea that we want to share um plus it it's like our our love for animals and there was something else too oh it's more relatable oh definitely far more relatable now and yes sounds like a company not a blog yeah we never wanted to be a blog we always intended for you know, to grow this into a tourism company yeah. when we have the proper visas. So yeah, yeah, it just sounds better. Right, I love it. right. Yeah. And when we were called What's On Your Mind, um, we loved it. We knew exactly what it meant. But for a lot of people, they didn't know what it meant. Even no. if they even if they spoke Korean mm-hmm. and they could read Hangul, they didn't quite get it. You know, we had some people who were kind of annoyed by our name because they yeah. thought it was the, the Han 
which I feel like we've talked about on it's the podcast like a before. Collective suffering and pain. Yeah, like Korean people is Han. Yeah. yeah, right. But it wasn't that kind of Han. It no. was Han for Handu, <laughs> and it was Han that sounds like on what's on it your just mind. A bad yeah. Pun. Okay. Yeah. You want me to admit it? <laughs> so some so, people were kind of yeah. And then I know for some people they were stressed because. Like my mom wanted to search for us sometimes, but obviously she can't write in Hangul and, right. and our Facebook name had Hangul yeah. in it. So yeah, I'm much happier with it now. Yeah, me too. And I think it will be a lifelong love. Yes. <laughs> Maybe there. Yay. Yay. Thanks everybody. Snaps. <laughs> Woo. Snaps for their travel. And for you for Monty's staring. He has no idea what we're doing. <laughs> yeah, Monty. This is Monty's first exposure to our podcast recordings and maybe his last one. <laughs> we'll see how much he barks. We'll see how much he growls at himself in the mirror that I forgot to move. <laughs> I'm looking at him in the mirror. That's okay. He's grooming himself. One other new thing is oh. because it's our second season. Oh, ooh, yeah. Hip, 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 hip. We wanted to do something kind of more interesting, more engaging than just basically blabbing on to you guys about what's going on in our life, which we think is fun. And <laughs> some of you probably think is fun. But we decided to have a new segment called pause oh it's funny because it's a moon bear joke but actually we're what's on your mind i don't care i, I don't care either <laughs> it's by what's on your mind we are what's on your mind and i'll poke <laughs> yeah our podcast is it's all right by what's on your mind it's called pause and think a berry korean quiz <laughs> <laughs> pause as in p-a-w-s but pause and think a berry Korean quiz. Berry. So every day. Berry. A berry Korean <laughs> quiz. Every day. I think I said every day. You did say every day. Every day. Every <laughs> single day. That's the new thing about our podcast. Actually, we are recording and publishing every day. <laughs> Actually, linguistically, <laughs> what I was going to say was actually yeah. I was going to say every day we record our oh. podcast. <laughs> we are going to start with one question quiz one question from each of us about okay. something small related to the topic mm -hmm. but very short breezy fashion and listeners at home can participate too so oh. i think that's more engaging and more fun i will say mine is not related to the topic oh okay i'll give you a I, I forgot about week. that <laughs> wow that's okay wow. free pass this week it's our first week so everyone let us begin yeah the pause and think a very Korean quiz. That song's probably copyrighted. <laughs> Do you want to shoot your question off first? I will. Am I saying the answer afterwards? I give them time to pause yeah, yeah. and think. And give them time to pause and think. Okay. And give me time to pause and think. All right. I'll give you a five second countdown after oh, I finish five? my question. Okay. Yeah. So mine is a uh, a Korean slang question. Oh, okay. Which. That's fun. Yeah. Hard for any of you who don't know any Korean, mm. but you'll learn something. <laughs> okay. What does Mosul mean? Mosul. Five, four, three, Sol two, one. Sol. More okay. soul. More soul? <laughs> Do something more passionately. Okay. That's my guess. All right. It's so wrong. <laughs> you got it wrong. Ding. What do they say? Dang. Okay. Yeah. Ding, then, <laughs> or quang. They say quang. Quang. Uh, it means it's short for motesolo. Oh. Do you know motesolo? 
Yes. Mote is what? Morte? Like multi? Mote. Mote. Oh, mote. Isn't this like a person who's alone or something? Yeah. Like a person who's single? <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Do you know where it comes from? Mote. Do you know what mote is? Uh, it sounds like Chinese alcohol. It's mother's womb. Oh. Mote is mother's womb. Like solo is solo, which is what they say for single. Oh, so put them together. Mote, sol- mote solo. Mother's womb single. You've been single since birth. Oh, God. Someone who's never been in a relationship. Which is nothing to be it's not. ashamed of. It's not. There's just some slang for it. Cool. There is also slang for, um, there's like a, people who are mote solo or people who are mosul, they can say back to people who call them mosul, they can say something like solo, solo chongu couple, I don't know what hell is. Oh, um, ooh, something. They can oh, they can basically report solo heaven couple hell. What does that mean? Just like being solo is great, Jew. being single is oh. great, and being in a couple. Oh, is hell. solo heaven couple juke. Yeah. Oh, okay. 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 Yeah. Solo okay. heaven couple hell. It's kind of like oh, the first thing I thought of was like asexual people who are like not in who don't want to be in relationship because there uh, are obviously yeah who want to be in relationships. Yeah. But then. I'm like, oh, yeah, because it sounds like derogatory. Like it sounds, yeah, like a yeah, thing it you does. Someone and it's like, I mean, in know. career, it, yeah, it, it, is, it yeah, is, yeah, whole family, nuclear family, mm-hmm. thing, you know, yeah. Cool. I guess our equivalent would be forever alone, right? Forever also, alone. Forever yeah. alone. <laughs> I feel like it's really jokey, though. Yeah, I'm not so sure about that one. I'll have to ask my Korean friends. Yeah, is it slightly insulting or is it actually a joke? I mean, if you said it to someone that you weren't very close with. Oh yeah, it would be. I mean, if you said if you I said uh, if forever alone, <laughs> yeah, it's like if, if you said forever alone to one of your best friends who's never had a boyfriend or girlfriend, they're not going to be insulted because mm. they know that you're not being mean, right? Mm. It's it's a bit like that. Yeah. Whereas I, if you called if you called your next door neighbor who's never who's never had a boyfriend or girlfriend, if you said to them oh, forever alone, muscle, they'd be like, what the heck? <laughs> <laughs> Who are you? Yeah. Good. That's there a good you one. You're welcome. Pause and think. A very Korean quiz. Yeah. Question number two. Oh, I'm excited. When I thought of new, I thought of new communities and I thought of the foreign community in Korea. Uh Uh-huh. So this isn't a multiple choice or anything. It's not. Oh. What do you think are the top 10 foreign nationalities in Korea? (gasps) Okay. Um, I think Chinese is one of them. Um, I'm going to tell you at the end. Okay. I don't have to guess 10, right? No. I'll guess three. I think in there is Chinese. In there Why is... Why you the order? Huh? In the order, top is... Top is oh, no. Actually, no. It's not... Oh, yeah. Okay. Top is Chinese. Second is probably like Indonesian. And third is US. Interesting. Are you ready? Yeah. First one, Chinese nationals. Okay. They account for 43.6% of all foreigners living in Korea. Over 1 million Chinese nationals living in Korea. The next one is Thai. Oh. At only around 200,000. So it's such an immense, like it's such a huge gap. Wait, so Uh hang on. Okay. Chinese. Wait, so Chinese Chinese people, Chinese nationals account for over a million, did you say? Or yeah, around a million? Over a million. And then it's 200,000 is the next one? For the next one. one. 
Wow. Oh, sorry. No, I missed one. Oh. Number two is the Vietnamese. Ah. Also just over 200,000. So it's still wow. like. So first is Chinese. Yeah. Then Vietnamese. Then Thai. Then American. Chinese, at 150,000. Uh-huh. So there's over 50,000 more Thai and Vietnamese people than Americans. Then Japanese. Okay. Huge drop. 80, about 80,000. Yeah. Then Uzbeks. Oh, yes. Okay. That makes sense. Then Filipinos. Uh-huh. Then Russians. Uh-huh. Then Indonesians. Oh. Then Mongolians. Okay. But I was honestly kind of surprised by how many of them were in Asia because we live in a very Western part of Seoul. Yeah. So I was like, oh, surely there's more British people than there are Cambodians, but there's not. Right. You know? <laughs> See, I thought about the fact that a lot of the Southeast Asians come here to as laborers. Yeah, that's right. So that's we, we don't see them because they live in yeah. the countryside. Right. Like we never see them like ever. Mm -hmm. Well, very, we don't see the numbers of them that obviously there I are. Don't see, I, don't, <laughs> I don't see them very often. Yeah. Like literally I don't, I, I studied right. with a lot of Southeast right. Asians in university. Uh -huh. mm. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, my three, my three guesses were in the top 10. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I didn't get the top three, but I got one of the top three. Yeah. Woo woo! <laughs> oh, I didn't give you guys time to pause and think. You just had to hear me yapping on about what I thought. That's okay. Oh, sorry, guys. We learn and we grow. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of learning and growing, shall we delve into our first topic? Oh, heck yeah. Oh, PG rating this episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For my dad. <laughs> You're welcome. Awesome. Yes. Okay. Hannah, why don't you start? Because I feel like your topic is going to be more light and fun. All as right. It usually is. <laughs> than mine. All right. Start? I'll start. By the way, Ali's is not going to be heavy. No, no, no. But, it's not. It's not. But yes, um, mine is good. Though I will recommend if you're feeling quite hungry. Ooh. Oh, I'm starting as I have always done. And I always mean to go on. I'm talking about food, guys. Yay! Yay! So actually, I will confess, I did not think of this topic myself. Who um, did? Who do you think did? Me! That's right. Ali thought of this topic. <laughs> <laughs> Ali came up with the kind of the... Ali came up with the main topic and because I couldn't think for the life of me and she had like five ideas and I was like, yoink, I'm going to have that one if you don't want it. <laughs> um, so... How do you what what is one way of saying new in Korean? Shin. That's right. What do you think of when you hear the word shin? Shin ramyeon. Shin ramyeon. I'm going to talk about ramyeon. But what is ramyeon? Ramen. That's right. <laughs> Many people refer to Korean's instant noodles as ramen. Yeah. But the word ramen in Korea holds a totally different meaning, meaning mm. from ramen. So ramen or ramen, as they call it here, is the Japanese noodle dish, mm -hmm. which is served in restaurants or you can get it takeout. You know, it's that like when you think of Japanese ramen, not instant ramen, but like you go and you have a nice bowl of ramen with the soup Big, and thick noodles. Yeah. Um, normally with broth. egg and the scallions. And I get mine with meat, obviously. Mm -hmm. Not obviously, but. I guess it was obvious that you don't get yours with me. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> that is ramen. That's ramen. Here. In Korea. In Korea. They say ramyeon. Ramyeon. Myeon is noodles. noodles. Um, and I guess the ra just comes from 
the ramen yeah bit. probably yeah um so ramyun here are the instant noodles the pot noodles cup noodles whatever you want to call them mm-hmm. both of these dishes ramen and ramyun originated in japan um instant ramen noodles were created in 1958 by japanese chef momofuku ando Mm-hmm. And they were first exported from Japan as cup noodles in 1971. Mm-hmm. But the first instant ra- ramyun in Korea was made in 1963 by Jung Yoon Jeon,、um, who is one of the founders of the Samyang Food Company. Okay, big food company in Korea.、Uh-huh. If you don't know it. If you know the fire noodles, Bultak Bokumyun. The super spicy ones that、yeah. people have done challenges with.、Yeah. I saw an article recently of a guy who ate the, the super, super spicy, the black packet ones. He went ones. to the hospital or something? He went to he the hospital because he couldn't see for like four hours. Yeah, he lost <laughs> his vision. I saw that、yeah. too.、Um, Samyang make those noodles.、Mm-hmm. You've probably seen them. They're actually quite famous online、them. these days. Have you had them? I have had them. I, I have had not the, finished a whole. I finished a whole、thing. packet, but I didn't put all the sauce in. Oh, then no, you didn't finish the whole <laughs> packet. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't do Did it. I? So I don't think you could have handled it. My ex, who's Hannah's friends, he was always very good at eating spicy stuff.、Uh-huh. He, I have a video of him eating it, like sobbing, <laughs> like full <laughs> sobbing. He didn't talk for like two hours <laughs> afterwards. <laughs> Some people, though, say it's not that spicy. Yeah. So it really depends on. I guess it's, just it's how well you eat spice. Yeah, right. And it depends on the kind of spice you can eat because I can eat certain spicy foods, but like I can't eat spicy Indian food, for example. Interesting.、Yeah. Spicy is in like chili spicy or like Indian spices? Not the, not the spice, like. Because sometimes those are like, they make, they're not hot, but they、yeah. like、make your nose run. And- I can't eat, I can't eat very spicy, as in hot spicy Indian、okay. food. But、mm-hmm. I can eat quite spicy Korean food. Okay. But I yeah, can't eat. But I can't eat the fire noodles. No. <laughs> I can't eat those. Try them if you see them.、Yes. They're in the black packet with a funny chicken yeah. logo. <laughs> yeah.、Uh, if you're feeling brave, try the hek. Hek means nuclear.、Uh-huh. So those are the ones in the black、super. packet. Yeah. Yeah.、Um, anyway, yes. So Chong Jun, Chong, Chong, Yun, Jun. Um, one of the founders of Samyang Food Company, he made the first instant ramen in Korea in 1963.、Um, he decided to sell these packets of ramyun for 10 won per packet, which is the equivalent of one US cent in today's money.、Um, <laughs> less than, I know, right? Less than a penny a packet. So they have gone up like over a thousand percent. <laughs> oh, like nearly two, like like around two thousand percent. Um, and he decided to sell them that cheap for ten for only ten won to help combat the situation of poverty. That's、um, why they that were invented in, in, in Japan. I think、oh, was it? because it was after the war and、mm. they were or, they were I think struggling, you know,、yeah. to find an affordable way to eat or people in the countryside to like、yeah. to like send out food to people、uh-huh. so de- by dehydrating the noodles you、right. had like a long-lasting food i、uh-huh. think so it wouldn't、Don't、surprise me, me. That. well that's why he brought them to korea right because the poverty situation was really bad after the、mm-hmm. korean war and he made these really cheap easy things to make i mean、mm-hmm. it's just flour and water basically、right. to make them um boil them and dehydrate them yeah and,、mm. and 
on a similar topic, you know, after the Korean War and food related, if you know the dish bude jjigae, you'll know it uses instant noodles. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was also created yeah, after the Korean War using leftover U.S. Army supplies. So spam, spam and baked, beans, baked beans, and also cheap, accessible Korean foods like kimchi, um, ground meat. So like ground meat is low quality meat. You just grind it up. Um, tofu. Mm-hmm. And basically any vegetables you want to put in there. It's a stew. And nowadays it's very popular when you're hungover. Yes, so. it is. Or like with a beer or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's uh, it's good for drinking. with. <laughs> I wouldn't know. Um, it's just, um, it just, yeah. The the budejige the was made with the leftover food from mm. the war. And it uses the these noodles too. I just thought it was an interesting connection. Um, so that was in the 1960s, 1963. Um, that was Samyang Food Company made those ones. And then Shin Ramyun, which is one of the biggest, the most famous um, Ramyun brands nowadays, mm-hmm. it, uh, that was launched in the 1980s. It was launched later than I thought, actually. Um, maybe not the company, but the ramen was launched in mm-hmm. the 1980s and in the space of just 10 years um it had they'd started exporting shin ramyun to other countries yeah and that's when the ramyun boom really began but that's when it kind of changed it changed from being this like food for poor people to snack food to snack luxury, food almost like yeah i'm not hungry but i want ramen or yeah yeah um student food Right, exactly. It turned into this kind of comfort. It turned into this this comfort food. This like, yeah, still very Treat affordable, yourself. like for people who Definitely. were struggling. Yes. But also, yeah, like in Korea, when you go out to eat with your friends, there's something called cha, which is basically round. Mm-hmm. So first you get pizza, and then you get chicken, and then there's always like a ramen round. So yeah, it's like yeah, you don't <laughs> need it, but you, you want it. it. It's cheap. Uh huh. So but despite its popularity growing in other countries around the world, Korea is still, was still, and still is the front runner for ramyun consumption. Mm-hmm. Not just ramyun consumption, actually. All instant noodles. Of all instant noodles, Korea is number one in the world. So these are 2020 statistics. Korea wow. is number one in the world for instant noodle consumption per capita. That's amazing. Uh-huh. In... 2020, Korean people ate 75.6 servings of ramen per year per person. (gasps) Per person. And some people in this country do not eat ramen, but some people eat ramen. One a week. Some people, yeah. Some people eat ramen every single day. Oh my gosh. I mean, like, That's it's like shocking, okay. but also, no, it's not okay. It's <laughs> not okay. How That's, are they all so skinny? That's 3.9 billion servings for the entire population oh, of Korea last year. Oh, my goodness. In the whole year. Nearly 4 billion servings of ramen. I'm going to ask my boyfriend how much ramen he eats. Uh-huh. I bet he does eat one or two a week. Uh-huh. Do you eat one or two a week? No, I don't even eat one a week. No, I eat one like a month. Maybe yeah, I was going to say, I, yeah, one or two a month for me. <gasps> oh, my God. Uh-huh. Wow. Right? I know. I thought I ate unhealthily sometimes. Actually, no, I do eat pretty healthy. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I just realized oh, there's a lot of people who are worse than I am. <laughs> <laughs> wow. The next highest is Nepal. What? For instant noodle consumption. But they're not even close to catching up. So Korea is 75.6 
servings of instant How noodles is a year. It not China. Nepal is fifty-eight point four servings per person. That's so more, it's still more than one a week. Yeah, Koreans crazy. eat Koreans eat nearly twenty more servings than the next highest. I definitely understand why it's not Japan because real ramen, Japanese ramen, is some of the best food I've ever had in uh-huh. my life. And if you've got that on every street corner, why would you get instant noodles? Right. But I'm really shocked that it's not China or China. Taiwan. China by total number of servings. China eat the most, but not per capita. Oh, that makes sense because yeah. the Chinese population is so yeah right. China's like number four or five. Okay, they're 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 in the they're in like the top five. Wow, that's just all the plastic wrappers. Is what I'm I know, I know. Okay, <laughs> this is the topic than I thought. Keep going, but yeah, um, so yeah, okay, bit of a jump now. Okay, there are loads of different types of ramen available nowadays. So the classics, like the when you think when you think of like ramen you can buy in the convenience store, you think of like Shin ramyun, you think of the Samyang ramyun, mm-hmm. and you think of Noguri ramyun, which has had a bit of a comeback recently. That's been really popular these days. They're like the classic. I don't even know what kind of flavor you'd call them. Just like air quotes spicy flavor mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> do you know what Chili? i mean yeah <laughs> i don't know um but if you go into a convenience store in korea these days you can find all sorts of flavors yep cheese carbonara jajangmyeon um, the black, bean, the black bean noodles yeah um something else which is interesting is that um and it's it's a very new thing actually is the presence of soupless Ramyun. So ramyun that is not, you don't keep the soup in it. Yeah, I feel like that might have started from there's a dish in Korea called bibim nengyun, which is a cold, spicy noodle. And mm. nengyun is normally served in a broth, but bibim nengyun is not normally it's served not. in a broth. And those started becoming really popular. They're instant ramen packs, but then you have to put it in your freezer because it's supposed to be cold. Uh-huh. And I always ate those. And then I noticed after a couple of years, they started having the the yeah. broth. Yeah, and I feel like it was not too far behind well, the Bibim Ningmyeon one. Well, these brothless ones have only started appearing in mm-hmm. the last 10 years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like the chitabuki. I mean, you're not yeah, to, yeah. It's almost like a macaroni salad or like a... Yeah. Like a col- <laughs> yeah, they tend to... Mm. Yeah, right? So mm. they're, they're not... Uh, like, before maybe the last 10 years, all instant ramyun used to come with a powdered soup with like little dried vegetables in it mm-hmm. and you would pour the the hot water in and you'd put the soup packet in at the same time and mix it up and that would be you, you would just eat it right. like that after the the noodles had cooked but nowadays you have more like air quotes dry types of ramen mm-hmm. um so some of them come with some of them still come with that powder packet to mix up the sauce yeah. you just leave a little bit of water in there um after you cook and drain the noodles but some of them come with a wet sauce like the buldak bokumyeon those fire uh-huh. those fire noodles um yeah interesting that's it what's your favorite kind of ramen ramyeon I actually can't eat most ramen because almost everything has meat in it. Mm -hmm. The only, so I love vegetarian ramen. Mm -hmm. Um, I love black bean, jajangmyeon, 
ramen. Yeah. And I also love chijiboki, which is like, it's yeah. literally like macaroni and cheese with ramen uh-huh. noodles. Uh-huh. And Hannah and I always put an extra slice of cheese on top or oh, two yeah. and to make it super cheesy. Doesn't matter what kind of ramyun you have. You yeah. have to put a slice <gasps> cheese of on top. cheese in it. Yeah, yeah for sure. I Even the soupy I'm- ones. I mean, the soupy ones mm. are like the classics and that's what you have to do. But my favorite is probably just I go to a vegan store and they just have a vegetable ramen and mm-hmm. it's just really nice. It tastes like vegetable soup, which is so great. Oh, with ramen. Okay. Yeah. I don't I'm kind of surprised it's not available because I always think people would like the vegetarian options. They just don't think about it. Right. I think Koreans would really like it. Yeah. Um, but they always go for the classics. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> What's your favorite ramen? That's really hard uh, to choose. I love chijiboki. It doesn't feel like ramen, though. No, it doesn't. Honestly, well, I've not. Tr- I've, not I've actually not tried a lot of different types. Mm. Um, I really love just good old shin ramen. I do like shin ramen until I realize it's not vegetarian. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I love it. I love it with a like slice of boiled egg in half and put at least one slice of cheese in it. Yeah, sometimes two, but. Real Japanese ramen. Oh I'm yeah. Sorry to compare. Oh no, but, but it's totally different. You can't so even compare them. Yeah. Right. I, I mean, there's an amazing Japanese ramen place in um, Hapjong mm. called Ramen Truck. Um, it is so good. One I of don't... the best foods I've ever had mm. is a miso vegan ramen in London. Yeah. One of the best foods of my life. Really? Yeah, like one of those moments. Yeah. Wow. It's a chain, actually, but it's oh. like a fancy chain. What's it called? I can't remember. Uh, I'll try and find <laughs> it, but yeah, keep going. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, at the end of all this, it bears saying that ramyun isn't just a food to Koreans. No. Not at like all. It's a cultural icon. Yeah, it's yeah. an incredibly Korean cultural symbol, cultural icon, sure like you. you said, and it's deeply woven into Korean history and culture. A hundred percent. Um, it's called shoryu, by the way. Oh yes, I know that. It's the their miso vegan ramen is shoryu unreal. Okay, like oh my god. All right, if you're listening from the UK, <laughs> which I think <laughs> don't go our out right now. Biggest <laughs> of listeners are. Oh really? I think so. Oh hi. Hi. Hi, friends. Hello. It's probably my family. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and friends. Hi, friends and family. Um, all right. Yes. It's a massive cultural icon and it's a big part of history. Mm. Um, Ramyun features in uh, poems by famous poets. I didn't write the name down, which I should have done. There's a a really famous poet who wrote a poem called something like, um, well, in it he talks about uh, his wife. And Mm -hmm. when his wife's not there, he eats ramen and it's like that kind of it's like a symbol of loneliness or like he can't his wife yeah i think it's something like that probably like stereotypical nuclear rules he misses her cooking so yeah (laughs) yeah um it's also in some famous songs so actong musician they have a song called ramen again um and um it's i think that one is about students actually um, but yeah, so ramen is kind of this symbol of it. It can be this symbol of um, like laziness, or it can be this symbol of loneliness, or like desolation. And but it's also not only like that. 
It's called Boiling the Ramen by Gu Tanjong. Thank you. His yes. Loneliness and the situation of absence of his wife using ramen. Yeah. I think that's the one you're that's talking about. That's the one about. I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. That's the one I'm talking about. Okay. Ramen is also eaten as a pick me up after a night of drinking. Um, Koreans like to eat something really spicy the morning after drinking. Um, and they say that it's like supposed to help calm your stomach. Have you done that? Does it work for you? Look, I get the alcohol runs. So if I'm going <laughs> to putting spicy food on top of that, wrapping my brains out the next morning and then eating super spicy ramen. No, <laughs> no. Thank okay. You. If I felt so bad that I needed to get everything out, maybe, but I've never tried it. Okay. Well, I mean, I've, I've had it. I've had hejanguk. I've not had spicy ramen mm. as, as a, I just eat pizza as a hangover breakfast. Um, but I've had hejanguk and it makes you sweat. Ah. So it, it like gets it like if you have a really spicy food, you sweat. So you sweat out that alcohol. I do that when I have a cold. I ah. love the Indian and sp spicy Korean food when I have a cold. That makes sense. Clearing up, I feel so much. Better yeah, right. Yeah, right. Um, so yeah, ramen is something, and it's a cheap way of having that. Like hejanguk, it's the cheap way of having that that post or post drinking that hangover spice that you need to get rid of your hangover mm -hmm. i said the word hangover about three times in 10 seconds Hang hangover um, <laughs> <laughs> um it's even used um you'll know what, exactly what i'm talking about it's even I'm used in a very famous seduction tactic ah, you <laughs> did you guess it? what it is I, I just said it i'm gonna say it again yes yeah, say it Oh, so suggest Ooh. so suggestive. Um, yeah, it's part of the very famous pickup line. I just spat all over my microphone. <laughs> <laughs> no one's gonna be using that pickup line. Mm, no. I'm not joking. <laughs> just joking. Um, it's part of the very famous pickup line ramyeon mokko kale, which is the Korean equivalent of. Do you want to come back to mine? Kind or? of like shall we get a nightcap? But do you want to? Yeah, do you want to? Nightcap. Do you want to come up for a drink? It's like literally. That. Do you want to? eat ramen and then go but yeah it's like okay but go where you know yeah like, yeah go at my right. house and eat ramen all right or something like or that. like what's are you really eating ramen and no. then going like what's the <laughs> what's the ramen hmm. i sent that to a guy that i liked i bought a postcard <laughs> before i knew what it meant i bought a postcard and it had a really cute little guy eating ramen and that's all it said ramen mokukale. so i was like oh that's cute and i sent it to a guy that i like um he never said anything about it. <laughs> so that was a long time ago. I didn't know what it meant, okay? I thought he just literally meant, do you want to go and eat ramen? It means let's get out of here. <laughs> yeah, or let's get in here. Hey. hey. Um, <laughs> I also found out in the Korean TV show Sports, it's literally just called Sports, oh, okay. where um, celebrities kind of Celebrity. hold very, very blah, 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 hold various <laughs> sports games. The producers ask, so the producers ask of the audience, every single audience member has to bring a packet of ramen. Okay. That's their entrance fee. And then the 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 ramen is donated to the nearest homeless shelter. Wow. Isn't that good? What? That's yeah. amazing. Isn't That's it great? great. I feel yeah. like we should do stuff like that when we're successful. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> definitely. Make a change in our I community. Think so. Yeah, yeah. Every cool. single 
view we get of whatever episode. We'll donate a packet. Yeah. You know what? No, I'm not going to donate a packet of ramen. I'm going to donate vegetables and healthy soups and like things that are good. Okay? See, sh- shelters, I read this earlier, shelters ask for the ramen because it's uh, non-perishable. So they yeah. can keep it. They can beans send it better, out. Right? Hmm? Aren't beans better for you? Beans are better for you. Actually, I don't yeah. really know. I don't know the nutrition elements of ramen. I just suspect right. it's not great, but... Well, yeah, it's not it's not that great, but it's um, I love it. It's loaded with salt, and the noodles are often fried and then mm, they're yeah, dried. Right. Um, but there are like newer variations being released with less salt and oil. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll send the vegetarian ones. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> um, I'm nearly done. Just so you know. Okay. No <laughs> um, it's also commonly known that most Koreans don't go abroad on holiday without taking at least a That's couple of true. packets of ramyun with them, mm-hmm. just in case. Yep. You know, it's uh, ramyun is used in emergencies, and God forbid you don't like the pasta in Italy and you have nothing to eat. <laughs> God forbid. But Korean instant noodles have an incredibly recognizable taste like they taste totally different to instant noodles from other countries um especially those famous classic flavors like the shin ramyun and so they're really popular with koreans abroad who are feeling homesick whether they're living there or studying there or even just going on holiday i actually like american ramen oh you do i do because i grew up with it ah right so i like the the broth flavor it's more of like i said earlier like a chicken soup or yeah something they're more like actual soups i would sit there and like drink the soup Uh uh-huh i never do that well sometimes i do that with korean ramen it depends on what it is i remember i used to i like to eat bread with my soup so i would i would like have a like chicken what were they called in England, uh, super noodles. I'd have oh, like chicken like super those, noodles. Yeah. But they're, they're similar too. Yeah. I'd have like chicken super noodles and I'd eat all the noodles and then I would I would mop up the soup with mm. bread and butter. It's really like a chicken soup yeah. in the West. Yeah. I would even sometimes put the noodles in the bread and butter to make a sandwich. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great. I get that. I used to do that with SpaghettiOs. <laughs> oh, I would oh, get yeah. bread and butter, put oh. SpaghettiOs on top. Oh, oh yeah. man, that sounds amazing. I mean, that's just like, yeah, I'd have tin spaghetti on toast. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, tin, tin spaghetti. spaghetti. Yeah. Yeah, like, like, sp- like, like SpaghettiOs. A- oh, God, I thought you but, meant like actual But you can spaghetti. get spaghetti hoops. Yeah, yeah. The spaghetti same, hoops, same spaghettios, ones, yeah. right? But <gasps> in England, you so can also good. get is it that exact same thing, except it's not in a hoop. It's just a straight piece of spaghetti. Huh. Okay. The, the small chopped up pieces of spaghetti. Oh, never, we don't have that. Just oh, no? Hoops. Okay. Yeah, I've never seen well, tin spaghetti. spaghetti hoops, tin spaghetti on <laughs> white toasted bread with butter uh, on it. It's like baked beans on toast, mm-hmm. except it's spaghetti hoops instead. But I'll say this. It's 10 out of 10 way better to cook spaghetti yourself <laughs> yes. with fresh sauce and yeah. then put it on a piece of bread but look times are hard okay yeah. <laughs> no, actually, it's fine. i haven't had spaghettios on buttered bread for probably a decade i would literally have that right now i know that sounds amazing right i now. love it i haven't had it for about 10 years but <laughs> i would <laughs> i ate that not regularly but i would eat that oh, through yeah. university i didn't eat it through university i stopped no? as soon as i became a teenager really Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, no. I freaking love it. Sometimes I, I, I still love it, but <laughs> I was a bit of a health freak uh, okay. in high school. So. Well, if you know anything about me, <laughs> you know I'm not a health freak. <laughs> That's not what I'm saying. Like, in high school, no, I, I was really a health freak. Okay. Like, organic everything. Wow. Yeah. I'm sure you good. can find some organic spaghetti hoops. 
actually you can Monty's enjoying his them. organic bed. <laughs> <laughs> Just chewing up a corner. Anyway, um, yeah, ramen, ramyun. Great. It's not ramen, it's ramyun. Ramyun. Um, Impress your Korean friends, guys. Don't say ramen. Yes. I'm done. Wow. That's it. Sorry, no it ended quite abroad there. I realized that I didn't um I didn't kind of come up with any sort of conclusion. That's but okay. She's done. Go to your local Korean supermarket and try some ramyun. I'm really shocked you didn't say anything about a ramen theme park. Oh my word, I didn't even look to see if there was anything. <gasps> oh, it's all about like having ramyun at the Han River where oh. you can go. They have like the they have these setups, guys, where you, like they're specially set up to cook for the perfect amount of time to cook your ramen on these machines mm-hmm. outside the convenience stores. So good. Okay. Thanks for sharing about ramen. Thanks for listening about ramen. Yeah, ramen was a really great place to start i think thank you yeah that was good oh, thank you uh you're welcome yeah okay, give me the topic idea so hannah mentioned that i had quite a lot of topic ideas the one that i ended up going with is actually something new in our neighborhood and that's why i thought of it and that is yongsan park which is not actually here yet right it's coming coming <laughs> um but what was yongsan park hannah yongsan park was and still is in form the U.S. military base. Yeah. So I'm going to talk today a little bit about the United States history in Korea and also what's going to be happening with this park and why it's so special. Mm -hmm. So I want to start all the way back to kind of when America had a really, really big impact on Korean society, and that was during the Korean War. So as most people know, Korea was liberated by the U.S. and the Soviet Union from Japan at the end of World War II. Um, Japan annexed Korea, they colonized Korea, so it was technically under Japanese government at the time. Um, And two sovereign countries were established in 1948, North Korea with the Soviet Union, South Korea with the U.S. Mm -hmm. However, on June 25th, 1950, two years after those sovereign countries were established, the Korean People's Army of North Korea crossed the 38th parallel, the DMZ, into South Korea and started the Korean War. Fifth, no, 5.3 million U.S. troops were deployed for the Korean War worldwide. So not just in Korea. Yep, worldwide. Um, 36,500 troops died from what we can count, which is a lot, of course. That's a lot of people, but comparative to 5.3 million, million, that's not a lot. Yeah, I mean, granted, 5.3 million weren't in Korea fighting. True. But it was still a lot, you know, a big number. So... Um, one person worth noting and one person that you'll hear a lot of Korean people talk about is um, General Douglas MacArthur. He's particularly famous for the Battle of Incheon, which was okay, really yeah. a big turning point in the war and yeah. kind of helped lead to the South Korean um not victory because you know it just kind of led to a ceasefire, led to things slowing down and a yeah. war kind of ending as we all know it's not officially over um so the ceasefire was signed on july 27th 1953 the war lasted for three years it was signed by u.s army lieutenant general william k harrison jr and a north korean general nam il there were 18 copies of it signed it's an armistice agreement so like i said the war is not over technically we are living in a war zone if you come to korea you are visiting a war zone Monty is walking. <laughs> Monty is our war zone today. 
You might hear <laughs> clip claps in the background. So yeah, I mean, America has been coming to Korea for much longer than that. But I think that was a time when Americans were particularly, you know, putting their, their, how can I say, marking their presence in, in Korea and it, continuing onwards oh, yeah, in a big from way. there in a right. big way. Yeah. Today, there are 30,000 U.S. troops in Korea. Okay. So a lot. Yeah. yeah pretty much a lot. Still. And now I'm going to talk about where they're living. And the first one is Yongsan Camp. So there is something called the USAG Yongsan. And that is the name of the camp. Mm-hmm. It was home to the USFK, the United States Forces in Korea originally. Okay. So that's the original. That's their like. That was their original main base. Main base. What, it covers. That, what's that word? It's the flagship. <laughs> yeah, it's their <laughs> flagship. It covers 600 acres. It's basically a little town. It is. Yeah. There are dentists. There are rec centers inside. There's skateboard parks. Oh, really? Restaurants, wow. cafes. In, in, in this one here? Yeah. Oh, wow. Only accessible, obviously, to people who are allowed inside. Yeah. So everything is walled. You can't see anything yeah. from the outside. You can see tiny little bits of, like, the housing. A little part, bit. And it just looks like, it doesn't look like Korea. No. I it think people who are like, in there. It, honestly, some of it looks like English council housing. Well... It's going to be interesting when you hear actually how old it is, because it's a lot older than you think. Yeah, I know, Monty. It was originally built by the Japanese in the early 20th century. It was used by the Japanese Imperial Army as its headquarters. Oh, interesting. I know. It was even used earlier than that in the Russo-Japanese War in 1904. And it was used even earlier than that. That area was used by the Manchurians when they invaded Korea. And it was used by the Japanese in the 1500s when they invaded in the Imjin War. So it's it's kind of always, granted, it's not that walled, you know, (laughs) but some of the buildings are from the, the colony, you know, colonization days. So that might be why they look a little bit kind of old fashioned or more European style because the Japanese Imperial Army built stuff in the European oh, style. Wow. Fascinating, right? I wish we could go inside and I see. Um, the U.S. invaded it in 1945. So that was after the war mm-hmm. and they came to help, you know, liberate Korea. Yeah. And so they kicked Japan out of that area and that's when they settled there, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, it's now been, you know, a very big hotspot for famous Americans coming in. George Bush has gone there. Yeah. Um, Hillary Clinton has gone there. Because that's where originally most of the Americans were. Yes. And definitely most of the American soldiers. The the other name is Camp Humphreys, right? No. Camp Humphreys is... Pyeongtaek. Uh, I'm going to talk about that one. It has another name though, right? Um, I Probably. I only know it as USAG. Okay. But uh, not anymore. However... As, you know, everybody has an opinion about the American presence in Korea, but there was one situation in Korean history, recent Korean history, that's kind of really leaned the Korean society on the on the side of not supporting Americans in Korea. Uh-huh. And that was on June 13th in 2002. Do you know what happened? Um, Yangju Highway oh, incident? Oh, yes. The, they, the, was it one or two girls? Died. Two girls died. Yeah, in a hit and run, right? It's kind of, of yeah. 
Yeah. So the Yangju Highway incident was in 2002. It was in the city of Yangju in Gyeonggi-do, so outside of just outside of Seoul. Mm-hmm. A U.S. armored vehicle, so a military vehicle. Yeah. Um, they were launching a bridge on a public road, and they struck and killed two 14-year-old schoolgirls, yeah. Shin Yo-sun and Shim Mi-sun. Yeah. Um, they were not. The soldiers were not found guilty for negligent homicide. So that ruling really made people upset and created a lot of anti-American sentiment. Lots of candlelight vigils for yeah. the girls. They're they're now kind of memorialized every year, even now. Uh-huh. So that was a really big turning point. But I think things have kind of settled down now, especially now that the camp has moved out of yeah, Seoul. Right. Right. Um. Yeah, so if you talk to Koreans, you'll get kind of mixed feelings about, oh, are they, do we want Americans in Korea? Do we not want them? It's kind of complicated. Yeah. So you mentioned Camp Humphreys. Let me talk a little bit about that. And so it's moved. Mm -hmm. Camp Casey. Oh, maybe. That's what the one in Yongsan is called. Oh, okay. I found it. It's called Camp Casey. Camp Casey. I think I might be, (laughs) again, I might be, yeah, Yongsan Casey. Yeah. Okay, Yongsan Casey. Cool. Okay. Um, so let's talk about Pyeongtaek a little bit. Pyeongtaek is a city quite far south of Seoul, actually. In 2018, the USFK, the U.S. Um, forces of Korea, opened their new headquarters in Camp Humphreys in Pyeongtaek, 70 kilometers south of Seoul. What year, sorry? Uh, 2018 was okay. the official, not, it was open before that, yeah, yeah. but that was when they were like, this is now this our is headquarters, the, yeah. new troops are all going to basically be coming here. Mm-hmm. Um, they agreed to Camp Humphreys in 2003, and that was going to be that all of the U.S. military bases were kind of relocated between Daegu and Camp Humphreys. Those were the two biggest places. Daegu yeah. has a lot of Air Force, I think. Yes, it does. Um, construction, though, for Camp Humphreys took over 10 years. More than 90% of the $10.8 billion project was funded by South Korea. 90%. Are you serious? Mm-hmm. Oh, but wait, uh, but wait. I mean, who's asking for it? But <laughs> <laughs> right. You know? But the... Okay. But the uproar wasn't when Korea was paying that was billions also, of dollars. Oh, that was also... Okay. Oh yeah, that that say. it's complicated though because it's like you know they wouldn't have agreed to it if the government wouldn't have agreed to pay that much if they didn't you know it's complicated yeah but uh, anyways um, I don't like to talk too much about that because soldiers are a sensitive topic and you they like are, saying yeah. disrespectful things could you know potentially right. hurt people so we're not going to talk about what we think about that I'm just sharing facts <laughs> more than ninety percent of the ten point eight billion dollar project was funded by South Korea and Camp Humphrey spans ooh let me think 14.677 million square meters the largest US base outside of the United States in the world wow it's huge I've never it's been massive never... i have not that i'd be able to go on base cuz you can't unless you had a friend yeah from the military it's massive so the whole kind of it's not a city pyeongtaek it's a like outside of the military base it's this really little town. tiny yeah. little town it's honestly feels quite run down i mean it's probably changed a lot now yeah, yeah. but um it's really interesting because you go there and just everything's in english and all the shop owners speak english uh-huh. and everyone around you is american and it's kind of weird yeah but a lot yeah, of koreans yeah. are also on that base too yeah that oh yeah yeah, yeah. They they are together. 
oh, with Korean army too. Okay. That's also why it's complicated to talk about paying because it's also where Korean army right, right. are yeah. living. They, they, they work together very closely, don't they? The two countries. There's a, there's a unit in the Korean army that, yeah. Specifically, like when you do your training, the mandatory two year training, that's the best job is to be sent to go and work with the Americans because uh, they say it's like the easiest and the okay. most fun. <laughs> you probably just hang out at Camp Humphreys and have a good time. But yeah, you have to work together. So that means, obviously, that Yongsan is left. Emfri. Emfri. Yongsan is left empty <laughs> now, almost empty. About 10% of it is still being used. Okay. And yeah, they're going to make it into Korea's largest urban park. That's going to Perspectively. Korea's largest urban park. <laughs> Korea's largest urban park. That would be awesome. So, so not the like biggest. No, Korea. Because, I mean, urban park as well. There's a lot of parks in Korea, but urban park, city park, yeah. Right. Awesome. Um, I'll give some info about what I know so far about Yongsan. It's going to be three square kilometers. Uh-huh. So for sports people, that's about 340 football fields. Whoa. That's huge. Heck. It goes all the way from Nansan to the Han River. That's true. It's true. So. <laughs> I know. I know. It it's just, you know, like when you say it. I know. It's going to be amazing. 340 football fields. Yeah. Oh, my word. I hated mm. walking from one end to the other. <laughs> Imagine doing it 340 oh times. So the idea for Yongsan Park goes all the way back to 2005. But over the past 15 years, there's been very little change actually done on the ground. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's kind of because... There's a lot of soil contamination. That's the biggest issue. And that is because of the building of Nuxapyeong Station in 2001. They found a lot of benzene. I think benzene, right? Toluene. Lots of unsafe metals and particles and things like that in the Uh soil. There were also oil leaks in 2017. And the Ministry of Environment with the Korean government has been pretty hush-hush about the things that they found there. But people suspect that's probably why it's taking them so long, so long to, to clean it up. and Because yeah. they have to make it safe, right? right, right. Uh, but they did open one area called the Black Hawk Village. So if you know anything about Black Hawk, that was like a famous American military mission. Um, and that was a residency. Yeah. In the in the camp. I heard they opened it in August, but I haven't checked because I don't know with COVID if they've closed it off right. or something. But I think maybe it's open. Um, so you can go check that out. I haven't. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Not you, but our listeners. Yeah, that's true. Well, I mean me too. Can you guess when they're planning on opening it with uh, everything it's they have planned? Like 2028 or something. 2027. Oh, really? Yeah, 2027. 90% of it is empty now. Close it and put some grass seeds down there, you go. Will it make you sad to know there's like a crap ton of abandoned animals living there? So if they bulldoze everything, all those stray cats and dogs are just going to be everywhere else. Everywhere else or killed. So at least they're being kind of. Well, I mean, they have a life now. <laughs> I used to work for a cat shelter who we did a I'm huge... A way. They can go wherever they want and do whatever they want without being scared away by... Yeah, true. But we had a huge event with um, a bunch of vets from Seoul mm-hmm. where volunteers from our shelter and the vets, they all went into the camp. And oh. 
I don't know how you feel about this. TNR program, didn't you? We did TNR program, Trap New to Release, but yeah. for the very, very sick cats they yeah. just put down. Okay. Um, so I don't know how people feel about that, but I think given the situation of cats, street cats in Korea, it's probably better for a lot of them. Right. Personal yeah. opinion. Um, no, I'm, I'm with you on that. Yeah. So dogs, uh, I, I don't know if they did dogs on that particular day, but I'm sure some groups have already yeah. gone in there and done yeah. stuff like that. Um, and I wanted to actually, I didn't write this down, but I wanted to comment about something that I actually posted on our Facebook page uh, that I thought was so funny. You might have seen it. Um, so the decision for the name oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I did took see them this. five years. Not that long. Not that long? One year? It took them a very long time, whatever it was. Maybe one year or two years? Something like that. But there were 10,000 applications for what the name should be they <laughs> yeah. had like 10 official meetings uh-huh. and they chose yongsan park yeah <laughs> which is the name of the neighborhood i thought it would be something like peace park yeah or exactly. something like friendship it's nice. because it's like a memory to the right. u.s and korea right. yongsan park <laughs> so boring it's the least offensive it's the least right it's the you know it's the most accurate like Everyone's happy, yeah. pretty much. Yep. It's going to be amazing. Like I said, it's all the way to Namsan, all the way to the Han River. If you don't know what that looks like, just pull up a map of Seoul. It's a huge amount of space. Mm. It's literally like, it's going to be massive. Do you know if anything, sorry if I'm putting you on the spot here. Mm. Do you know if anything came of the, um, the, the massive companies who wanted to build housing? housing on them yeah from what i've heard they have given them the permits yeah. they can't legally occupy like most of the park but they are i think going to build apartment buildings in okay. one section because it was something i, I, I think samsung it was, i think it was lotte and samsung yeah they both wanted they both wanted something like 40 percent yeah of the, the land and people were just like no i, I mean, don't know if they gave that much but no, i think I they think did it give it was it's something it might be like 40% combined or mm. a little bit less maybe. Oh, it's still terrible. It is terrible, especially when you think about the fact that Bogwangdong, which is really close to where Yongsan Park will be, mm. that's being raised to the ground in the next five yeah. years. And that will be built on by developers as well. And the which you talked about in one of our episodes, yeah. the Chongno Electric District is going to be bulldozed to the ground. Although the, the previous... Yeah, not Jong, no, Jong. Oh, yeah, Ujiro. Yeah. Well, but the previous mayor of Seoul, I think the one who committed suicide, uh, if I'm correct, he did not want that to happen. But actually, a lot of people were kind of upset about it because obviously they're like, we need more housing in Seoul. We need like modern, you know, to be more modern. But obviously, the vintage lover in us is like, no, don't do it. That's such a special place. Yeah. It's, Seoul needs more affordable housing. That's the issue. And the problem mm. with these developers coming in, you know, Lotte and Samsung, their apartments are not going to be affordable. Millions of dollars. Right, like, exactly. No, yeah. Koreans can't afford it. Right. They're just, you know, drowning in right. personal loans. Uh-huh. So, I mean, there's a competition with the government for newlywed couples to be able to buy a house because it's just impossible. Right, right. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, it's disappointing. I think something about all of that kind of pushes me to eventually move out of the heart of Seoul because I know it's going to change so much. I love where we live right now, but I wouldn't be surprised if in 10 years they like bulldoze Gyeongnidangi. Yeah. Yeah. 
Oh, that's so depressing. Every time. Yeah, everyone <laughs> knows where we live. Oh, <laughs> it's a neighborhood, okay? It's true. I think if you, you would pick up from our post where we yeah, live pretty quickly. So. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm super excited for Young Sun Park. Seven, no, six more years. Not too long. <laughs> we'll probably have kids. Montif. Monty's not happy about it. And that wraps everything up for our first episode of season two of What's on Your Mind by Moon Bear Travel by Allison and Anna. (laughs) We're done. We're done. Good job. Good job. I enjoyed that. It's good to get back in the swing of things. It was. It was really nice, actually. Mm. Yeah, I'm really happy. I'm really happy we're back. Yeah. Yeah. What's our topic for next week? Oh, Monty too. Oh, Monty, are you happy? Are you happy? <laughs> I don't know if it caught that, but he went. <laughs> he did a little chuff. Before Monty gets super happy and out of control, why don't you tell our listeners what our topic is for next week? Our topic for next week is get good, get good, get good. Frog. That's the Korean sound for frog. <laughs> yeah, that would be interesting. I have. Absolutely no idea what to think of, but I never do before we do our research. I know, me too. Literally no idea. Oh, it's something just popped into my head, but then it flew away again. Or hopped away, should I say. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I think we better wrap up because Mr. Monty is getting annoyed that we've been sitting here for two hours. I think he wants to go pee some poops I think he wants to go pee some poops. We will record at my house next time because actually, (laughs) turns out, cats are quieter than dogs. We will. So thank you guys for listening. Check us out on social media and we'll check us out you. on Patreon. Oh, yeah. Sorry. No, that's it. We'll see you, we'll see you with our frogs. <gasps> see you with our frogs. Bye-bye. Peace out. Bye.